0: What is up, NYC musical theater performers? I'm here with JJ Neiman and he is, that's right, a star, a star, a big, big star. And we're not referring to the penis from the movie, but if your brain went there, I freaking love you. All right, so first of all, JJ, thank you so much for coming on and to like, share your life. Of course. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited.
1: This this kind of stuff gives me life when we're locked in and I'm here with my parents. I'm living in my childhood bedroom again. So this is
0: a lot of fun. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I love it. And you're from the you're from the you're not just Broadway, the Broadway. You're from the Broadway. I love it. I love it. So, JJ, let's start from the let's start from the very beginning. Let's start from when you came out of the vaginal canal no let's actually start from when you um my king jj we can't see who it is but i'll show your comment Ew. hey i <laughs> uh, say your names below because we have it saying facebook user if you're not a user of the Streamyard, and then we can definitely give you a shout out donna what's up donna morales hey good to see you Oh, my gosh. You got all these people saying, hey, look at this. Yay. Uh-huh. All these people. They love you. They love you. They love you. They really love you. Ah, okay. And, oh, you got the nail polish. I love it, too. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm. Okay. So let's actually just dive in, okay, because I, I, I love these kind of conversations. And then mm-hmm. uh, and you get to talk about yourself, and I love you talking about yourself, and it's a story circle. So if you could start from... You graduated school and like first job, and then we'll just literally discuss, relive, and have fun. All right, five, six, seven, go. Yes. Well, so yes, I worked with Jenna's
1: husband um, uh, earlier in one of the summers. So I was doing some um, regional and summer stock shows and stuff um, while I was still in school in the summers between. And then yeah, once I graduated, I um I. It's kind of a crazy story. It's kind of like a Cinderella story that's very fun to talk about now. It's very stressful in the moment. Um, because I, uh, I graduated school and went up to New York. I had done, you know, um, like self selfies and things like that for Book of Mormon. And then I went up to New York. I flew up for the callback the day after I graduated college in May. Uh, This was back in 2017. And then I went to the callback on the Monday after the Saturday graduation, packed up my apartment, you know, all that stuff and stayed with a friend. And I went to a callback and then got another callback for the next day. And I didn't know, you know, I didn't know if, what they were looking for, if it was going to be, for the, you know, the tour or if it was going to be 10 months from now, whatever. And I get a call the next day that they're like, Hey, you're going to start at 3 PM today. So report to the theater and sign your contracts and start music rehearsals immediately.
0: <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have time to throw a party. You didn't nope. even have time to make an announcement. You were like, I, I, I can't even, I need to wear my lines. Like, what am I doing? Who am I? Yeah.
1: And so like, I didn't even, I didn't have a place to live. I had to ship back my key to my parents in North Carolina so they could drive two hours to the airport to get my car that had my entire apartment in it. I just had a carry on suitcase of a few things. And I had to kind of like, like adjusting to life in New York is crazy enough. And so um, trying to do that while trying to learn seven roles in a show which I had never even swung or understudied before. so I was just like thrown in, like thrown to the wolves and they were
0: like, figure it out. So oh my yeah. God. I want to dive into that in a second. But you got me actually thinking of this one woman. Oh, I forget her name. It's more than 10 years ago since I last saw her. Um, but she got cast all the time in California. Great human, talented beast. And she she was like, I get cast all the time for my one of my worst gigs ever I, I i i it's probably better that i'm not saying her name and what what ha- happened um and i'm definitely paraphrasing her story is she was doing the annie tour okay, okay. so think about how far was. she's was doing the okay. annie tour and she had this track and you know on the annie tour she's in new york for a little bit she le- finishes that tour she's done she gets called up that day to jump in for a completely different track, everything. Like she does not know this track. And she gets thrown in that day to cover for a person last minute with them literally pushing her throughout the show to go and stand. And because of that, she got her Broadway credit. And she was like, it was a nightmare as a performer, but it's gotten her cast and all these other things ever since. Isn't that so interesting? But you yeah. definitely got more time. So I would uh, seven, Okay. How, how did you get organized? Like what was it an Excel spreadsheet? Like, did you have like a thing telling you where to go on a screen while you were on the stage? Like how how does that work? How does that work? Yeah. I essentially,
1: luckily had like four weeks to learn everything because it was like, yes, it was an immediate replacement, but the other person was still in the show while i was learning it so um i did end up making my broadway debut a week before i was supposed to in a completely different role than i was supposed to so <laughs> and that's live theater that's life um so of course all my family and everyone like bought tickets being like we're seeing your broadway debut i was like just kidding i made it a week ago <laughs> um, so but yeah so i um Organizationally, I basically, you know, early on, so that they had called the head of my program, by the way, the casting director from Book of Mormon was oh, yeah. like, this is a. 21 year old kid can we trust him to do this job and so they called the head of my program asking her for a reference and i was actually her assistant and she promised them she was like he's so organized he will show up day one color-coded notes so i was like now i gotta live up to that um so i did color code my notes i i wrote everything down and i decided from the get-go like okay this is the blue track this is the orange track whatever and so i You know, at one point took notes and then transferred them onto note cards that I could easily take around with me backstage when I needed them. And I also drew out all of the formations of the show. So as I was learning it, I was learning it in a studio, just me and the dance captain. So he was like, "Okay, you're gonna do this at twelve, cross to eight. Um, make sure to cross in front of this person but behind this person, and do this at one." And so you're learning all of this without anybody actually there. And you're just like imagining people around you. So when you actually are thrown on, it's pretty crazy. Um, Yeah. uh, But yeah, those notes really helped me. And I drew out the formations with all of the different colors. So if I ever got swung on like 10, 15 minutes before the show, which happens sometimes, I would just flip through and like, okay, follow that person from all the points. Cause like I, it's like a math equation. So being able to utilize it is really helpful. um, And I loved the challenge of it. And you know, the challenge of it it was a challenge vocally, too, because you're learning all of the different vocal lines. And so you're like, okay, in this track, you're the top top line in two parts, the middle line in three parts, and the second from the top in four parts, and you're just like, what? Like, But then you're standing next to the person that you might've sung as that matinee, that's a different vocal part, and you're like, don't sing that, don't sing that. So it really is like a mental, a constant mental process that you just have to give yourself some grace and be like, I'm gonna mess up something. And we're just going to go with it and do our best and and just as long as you're prepared, you know.
0: Imperfect action. Imperfect yeah. action. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I mean, what a great force way to feel comfortable as an actor, like yeah. making character choices. You were just like, uh, this is you're just comfortable. Like, this is my choice. This is who yeah. I am today. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is what I, I think that's so cool. I love that. And then, um, when you were jumping in which parts did you get to jump in that were like the most rewarding that you were like uh yeah yeah share yeah there's
1: definitely there were always those tracks that i was like if my family's coming i want you to come see these ones because they're always in the front or they always have all the lines and so i covered all the ensemble people so there wasn't anything super crazy but the fun thing about book of mormon is that every role has a feature so like in one you know one track you're playing jesus and another one, yeah. you're someone's mother or someone's father. So you're in like a big, you know, suit or whatever, um, or you're in a little pair of kitten heels on a dress. So I always loved playing the women. I always thought it was so fun.
0: The wigs were so fun. And, and I, I always loved that. So, um, yeah. I love that so much. Okay. We're going to do a segue. That's not smooth, but I don't care. Wigs. <laughs> you have wigs we see it <laughs> on social media now i'm wondering do your wigs have names like maura rose has names for her wigs Ooh. have you gotten to that level yet
1: i'm i did make a tiktok video naming my wigs but i use someone else's sound but um so I guess yes and no, I don't have movies for them, but they all give
0: me very distinct energy and different distinct characters for sure. I love that so much. I love that so much. Now, um, Ryan had mentioned this to me before that even before pandemic, you actually had a platform elsewhere where you had a major following and then it became like a lot or something and you took a break. Uh, am I making it this up? Yeah, no, you're you're kind of right about it. I, so I I basically made
1: YouTube videos back when I was like a child. So when I was like 12, 13, 14, maybe 15, I was making videos. That's actually a lot of my wigs are from that era. So some of them are real crunchy. They've been sitting in that closet for a while and my sisters got them for me for my videos. And so when I came home for the pandemic, um, I was cleaning out my closet and discovered all these <laughs> wigs and costumes. And I was like, should I start making videos again? No, no. Maybe I'm so bored. So maybe I'll- <laughs> yeah. so that's literally why I'm like, I had stopped making videos at a young age because of like, you know, cyberbullying. This the the internet is not always the best place for like kids to be on. And so I also just was like, oh, I'm going to college for musical theater. This will be cringy if I keep making videos. Note to anybody watching: do not censor yourself. And and I don't believe in cringy now. As a human being, it's like if you find something funny, put it out there, and someone else might, um, and and you never know because a lot of my videos are for theater people and people who aren't in the theater community won't think they're funny. So don't send it for yourself because someone out there is going to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so I I kind of had a platform back then, but I stopped completely for like guess, 10 years or so. Um, and then I started making TikToks during the pandemic.
0: Like, in April. I love it. I love it. And I, I, I'm wondering for you, is that like, how it's always been for you with the mic. You, you've you always been like that with the mic. For those who don't know, he does these mic videos with literally, uh, I gotta find one. He uses this yeah. from, from the headphones to be the fake mic, which I love, that alone. I like, it just <laughs> it just brings me so much joy. And you know, different ways, showing him doing like, a, pretending you're on stage, talking with yeah. somebody where the mic is off, and then when you're like, oh, I gotta sing my part. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, it's amazing. So that's what I'm referring to. I don't I'm not even trying to be as good as what you create, but that go check him out, check him out. Okay. So how much, like, are you really living like that? Are you that, are you the person I need to try to stand by if we ever are in a show together to have that joy? Oh yeah. I mean, especially like I really, really loved the dressers in
1: Book of Mormon. And when you're in a show mama for two and a half years, Ooh, you got to spice it up for yourself. And granted in Book of Mormon, there isn't a ton of time to have full conversations. You figure out where you can like turn up stage and be like, oh my gosh, look at that, da, 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 da. Look at that one person who's falling asleep or the person who threw up. Um, it's just like every theater person can relate to them. And I didn't I didn't um, start making those videos until I think August or September. That's when my account started really taking off because it kind of pulled back the curtain because Broadway seems so elusive and illustrious to everyone. And it's like, oh, Broadway. But it's like, no, we're a bunch of goofballs and theater kids and we're silly. And I, I and Book of Mormon became such good friends with my dressers. So I love doing the ones where you're quick changing and stuff because you're like, yes we know this quick change okay what's up girl are we getting chipotle like are we going to the club tonight what are we doing um and so that's always been really really fun and and uh what inspired me to start making those was randomly one day i was thinking about waitress the musical and i was like the ensemble in that show is chilling they are sitting back there in those booths fake talking for like five to ten minutes at a time while like another scene and song is going on i was like what do you think they talk about and i was like probably what we talk about in Book of Mormon, but they have time to do full conversations. So Waitress was the first one I really did and people just loved it and it kind of took off from there.
0: I love it. I love it when you choose. <laughs> um, I think you've done did, you did Mean Girls and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, oh, okay, gotta go. I love it. I just, yeah. I love it so much. It brings me so much joy, and I'm uh, and during this time, it it gives you that that creativity too, which is just yeah. great. You you get to like think of of like, ooh, I'm gonna do this one now. I just I love it so much. How much time when you're putting together the sosh? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be hip. The sosh. Um, when you're trying to put like how how much time does it take per for one video for you to put together?
1: It depends, because, like, honestly, I improv a lot of it. Like, I will just put on an outfit being like, okay, let's do this musical. This be fun. And a lot of um, people also put in the comments, like, oh, my gosh, what if this happens? So a lot of the people, the community on TikTok helps give me ideas, too, um, or the shows that they want to see. But I usually, like, a lot of times, the best stuff I come up with on the spot, I'm like, oh, what if he forgot a prop upstairs and they have to run upstairs in, like, 15 minutes? But, like, Broadway theaters have freaking five, six flights of stairs to go up to your dressing room. So like, I, I like to think of things that like, people might not know about Broadway theaters, like the crossovers that, you know, you have to go underneath the stage. Usually there's not space to go behind and things like that. Um, that like makes them excited um, or like having to exit one side of the stage and enter the other. And, you know, but a lot of it is dramatized. A lot of people sometimes think like, it's exactly like this. And I'm like, no, I'm not walking back and having a cup of coffee with this, like, the technique <laughs> on my way to the other side of the stage. Like that's obviously a joke, but you know, it's fun.
0: It's so fun. I, I love it. I, I you, definitely, your videos. I didn't I didn't even know that you and Ryan knew each other. I was just enjoying your videos. It's going, this really? guy is so great. Man, uh, I'm very much Hercules, Hercules, so good. I get excited anytime a new one pops up that I haven't seen. Honestly, I rewatch old ones too. If they pop up, I'm like, Yay. yeah. It's oh, like, it's like Shit's Creek, you know, just, it's uh, you really do provide content that I, honest to God, just enjoy. I just enjoy it. Uh, so definitely a thank you. It's, it's so fun. I'm definitely not a creator on social media. I love just scrolling. I was talking to a friend. I was like, I love looking at those hot, like uh, girls who are like, you know, start off, you know, looking you know, not dressed up in the choom. I'm like, oh my God, I like girls now. Yes. You know, um, i I love I love it all and you're definitely a part of that joy. So yes, thank you. For you at this point, and I don't know, and, and and definitely respect to Book of Mormon and the journey. Um, where do things look for you with the return um and the survival of Book of Mormon in the light of everything going on? Yeah, share what you can share, or you can even say yeah. oh, that we don't know right now.
1: That's fine. Totally, totally. Well, yeah. I mean, I actually left Book of Mormon um, before the pandemic. I had left to do a world premiere of a new show called Bliss that made its debut at the Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle. So I was actually in Seattle when the first coronavirus case, um oh. we like, was you know that they they you know diagnosed it as that. Um, and so I uh, I've been a part of developing that show, and so I you know. Obviously I'm New York City when everything is said and done. Um, and I'm really hopeful for that moving forward. Um, but yeah, so I had left Book of Mormon because I had been there for two and a half years. I had a wonderful time there. I don't know. Um, I think that obviously if the show came up today, it would not be received the same way. And I think that there is, you know, there's a lot of fun in the show because it kind of is like everyone gets poked fun at and everyone, you know, it's, it's totally um, like an all out for everyone. Um, but I think there's definitely anyone who gets offended by stuff in it has absolutely the right to feel that way. And and to be honest, it's ran eight years. It's had a really wonderful run. So I don't know if it will be open. I obviously haven't heard anything. Um, but also because I'm no longer in the show, so I yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, absolutely,
0: yeah. I mean, definitely in this group, NYC, like it's come up with people asking two times about doing it, different different uh, uh, people, and it was definitely voted down definitely Mm -hmm. voted down um, uh, amongst the theater community in this particular group. Um, So yeah, I've I've wondered, because I mean, these were things that people were laughing. I mean, another good example is um, the puppet one. Oh, Avenue Q? Yes, because of uh, the song, Everyone's a Little Bit Racist. Um, You know, so like uh, uh, the character specifically, you know, things like that, that were considered acceptable potentially really, really not anymore. So yeah, I, an interesting thing to, to bring up um, well, for mm-hmm, sure. and important. Um, so, okay. Now I want to talk about ratatouille. Yes. Oh my ratatouille. God. Okay. So, um, uh, I love that the clip that uh, one of the like clips that went out is where you're singing and you do this riff, lah! you know, and I, yeah. <laughs> and I love it because um, just from me following you on social media, it was very wow. JJ Deben style of like singing this amazing bit and just like you farted and it was not a big deal. <laughs> I was like, of course there he goes and i love it oh my god i literally went back and i brought it even to my husband who knows you and i was like no, you gotta watch it. He's like, I know, I know. So, you know, ah! you know. I was like, oh, no, no. I I watch it just to hear that riff. So like, oh, and I, I just so great to see you. What um, where I get the the joy of seeing you yeah. perform? Even little things. I've be, definitely become a fan. I love it. Do you have any words of advice to people um, during this time in regards of the pursuit of theater, whether it's being seen on social media or trying to keep that drive while things are still not fully back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've
1: been really, really fortunate that the response to my content online has been so positive and has really, it's the, I think we really underestimate the power of the internet Um, and it can be used obviously for bad, but it can also be used for good. And there's so much great stuff out there. And while we are missing theater so much, I mean, Ratatouille was so special because it was you know, the moral of the story is anyone can cook. And it's like, not everyone can be a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. There were people writing that show that do not have degrees in music, are, are, you know, teens, people across the world in Australia, all over the place, and created this crowdsourced thing and, and just, you know, just didn't censor themselves or monitor themselves. Just were like, you know what, this is fun. And I'm going to take part in this trend and and have fun and put my music out there. And they wrote some better music than some of the things we hear in New York. (laughs) That's the tea. The music was so good. And so I think like that was so inspiring for me to see. I hope people continue to be creative with like thinking outside the box because commercial theater in New York can get very stale and stagnant. And it has at times. Um, And I think like so much great art can come from anywhere if people just give it a chance. And so I think the power of putting yourself out there online there've been a, a lot of really great things that have come my way from doing that. Obviously being in Ratatouille was one of them. Also you never know when posting, I I was a part of a cover of uh, a song that my friend was like, Hey, do you want to sing in this? And I recorded it with my mic and it was a duet um, of the new song Drivers License" by Olivia Rodrigo. That's like, you know, really popular right now. And, um, and a, a composer heard it and was like, I love your voice. I want you to record demos for a Netflix animated, you know, musical that I'm working on. And I was like, what? Like, and heard it because he followed the friend that posted it, the the friend of mine who arranged it. So you never know when you are just putting yourself out there in an authentic way. Obviously put yourself out there, like put your best work out there. Don't just like throw everything out there. It's good to like you know, monitor yourself and be like, okay, like, you know, can I do better at this? Should I try again tomorrow? Um, but the power of social media, like, don't be too much of a perfectionist about it because if you do, you won't like, no one's perfect. So you will never be completely satisfied with everything you do. Um, I'm never completely satisfied. Some of my videos I put out there, I'm like, this isn't even like that funny. And then people think it's really funny. So just like, do it, just do it. And I, for so long, like, you know, hid my light under a bushel, you know, that phrase, whatever you want to call it. But I really censored myself. I was like, oh, like the online scene, like, I don't want to put myself out there. Like, but you never know what could happen if you do. And a lot of people will respond positively to it. If you are creative, unique, and and you just are authentic about it and just have fun and share joy, sharing positivity. People need that right now. So, so do it.
0: I love it. Thank you so much so if i think you are at jj neiman everywhere is that what yep. it is? so yeah that's where you can find him follow him on all the social and uh, you, you will be so happy you did if you have not <laughs> i honestly like want to go back and watch stuff now i just <laughs> honestly thank you for being you thank you for just like going with your gut and just being like i feel like doing this i i you have you have brought me happiness just from from thank the content you. You. so Thank you so much. Uh, I'm honored. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well. Bye, everybody. Have a great day.